Derrick Henry, oh my goodness. The king is not back. The king is here. He, he never left. The king is here. We're going to give you week six straight cash and just trash. And we're also going to talk about some drop candidates on the show today. Great show for you. Let's get straight to it. Welcome to the Fantasyland Football Podcast. Football, we're very, not very, well and truly That's right. into the middle of the season now, Badaki. Mm-hmm. Week six. This was a strange week. This was a very strange week, I think. I, Look, I don't know about you. Did you feel the same <laughs> way? I, I just, It just felt weird to me. Yeah. Every week right now in the NFL is weird in the current state of the whole world. But, yeah. look, the Giants got the W. That's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nah, jokes, true. jokes, jokes, jokes. Uh, nah, the but, old RIP to the Washington football team. Trevor if you Lawrence. don't know, Badaki, uh, my name is Zach. I'm a co-host along with my other co-host here, Badaki. Badaki is a New York football giant fan. That's right. And I am a Washington football team fan, if I can say we don't have a name, but I support the team. <laughs> I like the and name. Just keep it. Riverboat Ron at the end of the game decided, hey, let's go for it all. I'm in this really strange place, if I'm honest with you, as a Washington fan, where I kind of know we're a really bad team. Right. So I actually, and it's so hard. It's so strange when you watch, but I'm actually wanting us from this point onwards to lose every game possible so we can get Trevor Lawrence or some Justin Fields, someone that we can be excited about as a franchise. Anyway, week six, strange week, strange week. Not many, only two afternoon games felt really weird. Not many running backs popped off and had crazy games. Overall, a very, very interesting, interesting week. Yeah. It is Monday, the 19th of October. Thank you so much for joining us on the Fantasyland Football Podcast. Hey, we announced the winner of the signed OBJ jersey today. A big shout out to Frankie Orlando from Missouri. Frankie it was awesome Orlando. to chat to you in the DMs. Frankie Orlando, that just sounds like a, an I- like a Italian. movie star. Or Italian, yeah, an Italian movie star. <laughs> <laughs> um, big shout out to Frankie. Awesome yeah. to talk to you, man. I-, I actually love being able to DM people and just being like, hey, guess what? You won. The reaction is always priceless yeah but we were partnered with rsa on that giveaway we are partnering with rsa again another giveaway coming next week we are super pumped about it don't want to give away any spoilers but i think everyone roots for this particular player yeah um make sure you are somebody great yeah oh he yes we will be actually i'll give a little hint we will be talking about him on the show i don't know who it is (laughs) But we will be talking about him on the show. He's probably on the cash we'll list, announce- just FYI. <laughs> yeah. We will announce that next week. Hey, make sure you don't miss that giveaway, though. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram, at Fantasyland Football. We do monthly giveaways. Don't miss out on those. You can follow us on Twitter, at Fantasyland underscore FB. You can watch the podcast on YouTube and see our faces. Or you can listen on any podcast platform in the world. Lots of things to get covered here from week six. So let's get into some news. What is going on here? 
Okay, need to know news. What is going on around the NFL currently from today? Not as many injuries as we are accustomed to, Badaki, on need to know news, which I guess is a good thing. No, it's definitely a good thing. I'm looking at this list here right now, and it's not a terrible list. It's not, it's not, I don't know, it's not ACLs confirmed. Nothing, nothing crazy that will destroy your fantasy team at all. Yeah. Just these players as individuals just mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of high ankle sprains a lot of ankle injuries a lot of mris coming in, in the coming days for these guys yeah let's talk johnny smith i literally just traded for this guy two days ago <laughs> literally and i think i gave up hayden hurst and i trade for the guy gets an <laughs> ankle injury obviously hope you recover soon johnny Mark Ingram also left the game with an ankle injury. We're going to talk about him a little bit later on the show. Yeah. Miles Sanders and Zach Ertz, the double duo. I don't know what I was double. going to say there. <laughs> double something. Literally no more <laughs> weapons. Dyna- dynamic duo. Yeah. Both having MRIs Monday for injuries. We will find out how serious they may be. Hopefully yes. they are not serious. They were a little concerned. We were talking... It is a short week. Yeah, they were a little concerned about Miles Sanders' ankle, and Adam Scheffner put out a tweet. I think it was Adam Scheffner, one of the Philadelphia beat writers, was talking about how they were concerned about Miles Sanders. You know, it could be serious, so we don't know what that means. Yeah. And there wasn't really an update on Zach Ertz, but like like you said, mm-hmm. it is a short week. They play my Giants on Thursday night, so hopefully, my goodness, bad oh. to worse for the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles. Honestly, so we'll see what happens. From Sunday Night Football, Raheem Mostert. Again. just got him back, and now he's got an ankle injury again. We don't know how serious this is, but regardless, owning Raheem Mostert is not a very fun thing to no. be a part of right now, is it? No, it's definitely frustrating. Look, he came back. He was he, he was looking great. Raheem's a really good running back. Can I just say that? Yeah. The, the 49ers are a really good yeah, run football team as a whole. So... Mm. Whoever is, well, really, it's Jared McKinnon. Now he's going to be stepping up to this role, however long yeah. this is going to last for. We'll see. You know what I was going to say, actually, on these these two injuries, specifically Miles Sanders and Raheem Mostert. Early waiver wire, early waiver wire additions to know. Yep. Obviously, Jared McKinnon, if, if someone dropped him in your league, didn't have a big game last night, but if Raheem was to miss time, I assume he would probably be really heavily involved. Probably Tevin Coleman as well. Yes. And then in Philadelphia, who are we picking up in Philadelphia? Boston, Boston Scott. That's the guy. That's the next guy up, really. Yeah. Really the only running back that they they have. I, I can't think of anyone else on the top of my head or who's on that, on that depth chart, that roster. I'm going to say something about it, though. To be very clear, I don't think he should be very high on your waiver wire additions. No. He shouldn't be high on high on the priority. This is a bad team. And yeah. they played better this week against the Ravens. Almost actually had the comeback. But they're getting worse from these injuries. Mm-hmm. Anyway, hey, we're going to get into straight cash and just trash from week six. But we want to tell you a little bit about RSA. You probably know about RSA. Right, They are the go-to for all things sports memorabilia. But did you know that most signed sports memorabilia companies don't actually work directly with the athletes? Nope. They use third-party companies, but not RSA. Wow. RSA makes deals directly with the athletes in bulk. 
so you can always get the best deals in the industry. RSA is also the largest JSA authenticated autograph distributor and promises a money back guarantee on all products. So head to shoprsa.com for all your all your signed sports memorabilia needs. And I just want to say RSA has been so, so sick to work with guys for real. I, th- yep. They've been a really, really great partner for us providing the jerseys. And if you want some signed sports memorabilia, this is where we would honestly tell you to go. We yep. have people message us every once in a while saying, Hey, where do I go for this? Hopefully, you know, shop RSA.com. Yeah. No, it's awesome. I think, um, I, I think we were talking about having a studio in the future RSA is yeah. obviously going to be the guy that's going to deck us all out. Hopefully, if everything goes yeah. well with the whole our studio space, it'll be cool. Yeah, hundred percent. Let's get into straight cash and just trash. We're going to start off with a little bit of cash. If you don't write checks, how do you pay these guys? Straight cash, homie. Straight cash. Let's talk about it. Each week, we give you our straight cash and just trash performances of the week. Week six brought a lot of cash. So (laughs) let's break it down. Starting off with quarterbacks. To be very clear, we... I don't know why I say that all the time. To be very clear. You just have to be clear. You have to break it down. (laughs) We don't want any confusion here. That's that's right. We play in a six-point pass touchdown league we don't play none of that four point nonsense obviously we love you if you do but a touchdown is six points doesn't matter where it comes from so let's talk about cash quarterbacks d sean watson wow my goodness had a a great game didn't he yeah he went off against the titans which was i think everyone expected i don't think everyone expected how the game turned out you know they went into over Mm. They went into overtime in the first mm-hmm. possession for the Titans. They won the coin flip. They yeah. got the W. But 32 points for Deshaun Watson, crazy. 300 points is a very great stat line. Big shout out to Deshaun for putting that stat line up against me. <laughs> I like Love. I, I feel like I'm the guy in the league where players aren't doing well and then they face me and they're like, hmm, now's the time to pop off. It was Joe Mixon last week or two weeks ago, 45 points. George Kittle, 40 points. This week, Deshaun. I am making a lot of excuses, but it is what it is. Am I right? It is what it is. <laughs> Next quarterback here, Matt Ryan. Matty Ice, he's back. He is cold. Ooh. He has ice in his veins. Yeah. 31 isn't fantasy it, points. Isn't it, funny how, isn't it funny how we talk about ice and we're like, oh, dude, he's ice cold. Like he's yeah. not playing well. Like and then go when he ways. goes off, it's like, man, that oh my god, he's got ice in his veins. It's like, which way are we trying to go here? Is he on fire? NBA Jam rule? I don't know. Something. Look, Matt Ryan is back. Obviously, he played the Vikings defense, which is currently terrible. Yeah, four touchdowns, thirty-one points. I mean, every Matt Matty Ice is back. Julio's back. The yeah, Dan Quinn's out. This is what we want. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's been looking very good for Atlanta. Their tweet was hilarious. Just what was they the tweet? Had a tweet about them winning. I don't know if you saw it, and it no. was a meme from the office. Kevin Malone, <laughs> when he's no, like, just no. feels, just feels really good to win one. That's fine. 
Yeah, uh, you know what? Both of these quarterbacks. Great cash, homie. Let's talk about running backs. The king. king. Henry. Wow, the king. On the throne. Oh, my gosh. This stat line is insane, so bear with us. 22 carries for 212 yards, two touchdowns, 52 receiving yards, and a 40 bomb. Now, we do all of these stats in PPR, points in PPR. Oh, my gosh. If you face Derrick Henry this week... Just a big GGs, isn't it? It is just a big GGs. I mean, the man ran. Well, he broke for a 93, 94 yard run. It was ridiculous. And yeah, I don't know. I mean, this is the Henry that you like. Oh the, my gosh! This is the Henry that you want on your team. This is the king. I I don't know. I don't really don't know how to describe it. Like, I, if yeah. you watch the game, you you saw what he did. That's point blank period for sure. And I think obviously playing against Houston's run defense helped, but. You have to respect Derrick Henry. DeAndre Swift Ooh. wants some respect as well. Finishes <laughs> with Man. two receiving touchdowns, over 100 yards on the ground against Jacksonville. Surprise. 27 fantasy points. DeAndre Swift, can you start him weekly or no? No. I don't, I don't think you can start him weekly. I think he's a great flex option. He's a great bi-week option. I know um, Jordan Burroughs on our team or in our league, started DeAndre Swift because of all, like, the Melvin situation, and Melvin was out. So that was a good plug-in for him. I don't think you can start him every week. I think you kind of see what happens. Really, Adrian Peterson is the lead back there, but DeAndre Swift gets the the receptions Mm. and, yeah, you know. For sure. Those two touchdowns. Ronald Jones. Rojo. Who would have thought? 113 Honestly. yards, 23 carries. Look, to be fair, once again, Leonard Fournette is out, but yeah, 26 points, two touchdowns. Uh, yeah, two yeah. touchdowns. You're kidding. I was not expecting yeah. this. I was not expecting this. The outcome mm-hmm. of this game. Yeah, no. The way, and I, I think that 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 does have a big part to play in it, doesn't it? Because <clears throat> they were <laughs> so strange how quickly it fell apart for the Packers. They were up big, up by 10 points. And then I think within a couple minutes, they were down by four because of the turnovers and the defensive touchdown. I think part of this performance, and again, people probably think I'm a Ronald Jones hater, but I'm not. Maybe they think we both are, right? but we're not. Ronald Jones is talented, but you have to keep in mind that Fournette was out with a combination of... The game script. They were up most of the game. Mm -hmm. And I think, I hate to say it, I think this might be Ronald Jones' best game of the year. Is that harsh to say? No, it's definitely not harsh to say, I think, because they're going against this Packers defense, which isn't great against the run at all. Like, in general, I think they give up, what in they're probably in the top 10 of giving up the most fantasy points to running backs. So it's kind of expected that a running back that's going against the Packers should be going off right now. But it's really hard to say. It's hard to say. We we need to have a full, at least two consecutive games with when Leonard Fournette is healthy with Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette yeah. in at the same time because we need that's that's the real stats. For sure. For sure. Let's talk about wide receivers, Badaki. We got a lot of JJs, actually. <laughs> a lot of JJs. Lot of I was JJ. just about to say that. <laughs> Justin Jefferson. Went off 
you know, 116 oh yards, nine receptions, two touchdowns, 39 fantasy points, just shy Lord. of 40, the 40 bomb. I mean, oh you, you went off. He is, it, it could be. Justin Jefferson. Oh, my God. He on X Games mode. <laughs> genuinely. <laughs> genuinely. This, you have to start him weekly now, right? Oh, 100%. 100%. There's no way you, you're not starting this guy. He has. This is what this is what we said um, in the last podcast. We like to see consistency. Justin Jefferson has shown that consistency. Even though I think last week he probably had like what a seven, five. eight point game or oh, five. Yeah, I mean Somewhere that's not. There. It's not really consistent. I guess if you were to put it in that way, but he is breaking off when he plays. He breaks yeah. off. He takes off. And he's, he's doing. His I don't thing. know if you saw the route he ran on that last touchdown. Completely faked. The guy out. The guy had no idea where he went. Justin Jefferson, I've said it before, is already the most talented wide receiver <laughs> in Minnesota. However, we did say one thing I wanted to discuss because you're probably listening and maybe you have Justin Jefferson. Maybe you didn't start him. There's a very real possibility mm. that a lot of people did not start JJ after a very frustrating week last week. That's got to hurt. Yeah, definitely. And definitely. For if sure. you're in that place, we just want to, you know, hey, it's all right. We're don't, with you. Don't lose hope. Yeah, <laughs> we are with you. Another JJ. No one calls him that, but Julio Jones. Julito, going Julito. off. He's back. Julio's back. He is back. He looked extremely healthy. I don't know if you saw that video after the game. He was pretending to have an injury as he was walking off the field with really? reporters he was pretending to limp and i don't own him but if i was a fantasy owner i would be like mm, i don't really like that joke man that's not funny <laughs> yeah he's got two touchdowns <laughs> on the day over 130 yards through the air 33 and a half fantasy points julio jones went off today will fuller six receptions 100 100. Six sessions, 123 yards, a touchdown, 24 points. Look, he's clearly the number one receiver there. He's a must start every week. Will Fuller will, I mean, he did great. You can't, you can't, you can't deny that. And on the other side of the ball there, A.J. Brown, my boy. Oh, five receptions, 56 yards, two touchdowns, that last minute clutch catch. That's the scary part of the stat line. Because it very easily could have been five receptions for 50 yards and no touchdowns. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously, any game could have gone anywhere. But you you very easily could have seen a not-as-productive game. That's what I worry about every receiving option in Tennessee. Even receiving Jonu Smith in a trade last week, A.J. Brown, a lot of these players are very touchdown- dependent because of the way the offense runs obviously both of these players we have to give props where props is due so great cash homie but (laughs) that's right let's talk the tight end position anthony fersker i don't even know if i'm saying that right Eight receptions on nine targets, 113 (laughs) yards, a touchdown, and 25 fantasy points. Oh, my goodness. This hurts if you own Jonu Smith because that should have been Jonu. But 
he balled out. He balled out. I mean, what can you say? If let me ask you this: if John was out a couple of weeks, are you picking him up? Is is this a guy that you can plug in with confidence every week now? If John was um, out for what, let's say minimum no. three weeks, if he goes, if he goes on IR, I don't think so. No, and I don't think that John will be out that long. But even if he was, I I don't think this is a plug and play guy. I think this defense is very very bad against tight ends, and it showed. Could be wrong, but he's not someone I would be personally picking up. Right. Unless I'm in a desperation situation. Let's talk George Kittle. Sunday night football, just under 24 fantasy points. If you held off during his injury and you kept him, you are a very, very happy owner now. And Trey Burton, strangely, continually, not continually, but the last couple weeks, very fantasy relevant. Had two touchdowns on the day, I'm pretty sure. One, he actually ran in, strangely enough. Finishing with just <laughs> under that. just under 22 fantasy points. I forgot but about you that. you have to put some respect on his name. Obviously, Mo Alley-Cox filled that role for a little bit. But now it looks yeah. like Trey Burton's the guy there. For sure. Philip Rivers loves his tight end. We know that. Antonio Gates, Hunter Henry, these were the guys for Philip Rivers. Trey Burton is the guy, you know, Mo Ali Cox. I mean, he was a good, like you said, filling. Trey is just the more talented tight end when it yeah, comes down to for it. for sure. We have a bonus cash performance this week. The Bucks defense with over 20 fantasy points. If you started the Bucks, a big shout out to you because a lot of people did not think that the Bucks defense would do this against Aaron Rodgers. No. But... Aaron Rodgers obviously didn't have the best game. We'll talk about that. Here's some honorable mentions for our cash list. Miles Gaskin, and this is a strange one because he only had 16 points, but I want to highlight him quickly because he actually was well over 100 all-purpose yards, and if he had a touchdown, that stat line would look a lot better. Miles yeah. Gaskin, getting the touches, I think you can probably start him consistently from now on. You sure, though? The, the real, so. only reason why I'm questioning this is because they did the, they did play the Jets. They did. They uh, did, but they also played the 49ers last week, which were hurt, but is still a good defense. I am not starting him over players in the top 12, top 18, but he's a player that you can flex, especially during these bye weeks that are about to come up. For sure. Absolutely. Great flex play, I think. Yeah. Let's talk about Brandon Cooks. Wow. Hopefully you picked him up. <laughs> Because it looks like ever since they fired Bill O'Brien, rest in peace, they kind of have figured out how to play football again. Big shout out to Brandon Cooks. Travis Fulham, just under 20 fantasy points against a very good Ravens defense. And we got two tight ends to finish off the honorable mentions here, Badaki. Yeah, Darren Fells went off 20 fantasy points, just over 80 yards, which is great. I mean, obviously. And then... Mm -hmm. Your boy Gronk with Tom is back. Oh, I guess you could say. Kowski. is he? He's trying to become relevant somehow. 18 points and a touchdown. I mean, he did great. What is, you know, the... the he did great. The duo. He did great. I don't think you can expect that to continue. But again, could be wrong. Do you do you think that's going to continue? Oh, no. No way. I, okay. I don't... One I do think could continue is Darren Fells. Okay. Yeah. We'll be interesting to see. Every time we bring you straight cash, we also bring you just trash. So let's talk about trash. 
we have been hoodwinked, bamboozled, led astray, run amok, and flat out deceived. He needs some milk. You know what I just thought of? It's so random. It's actually so random. But I, I would really love a milk company to sponsor us for this segment. <laughs> oh, That's actually not bad. That I would like, just I be really cool. <laughs> some chocolate milk? I don't, I don't know. I'm, I can't think of a brand. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know either. It's mostly just generic milk. But <laughs> he needs some milk. Let's talk about it. Quarterbacks who were trashed oh this week. Oh, my Man, goodness. if you started Aaron Rodgers this week, oh, my gosh. One soundbite to describe Aaron Rodgers' week. That's pitiful. I mean, it's absolutely pitiful to to perform like that. We gave him the friggin' game. In my opinion, that sucked. Aaron Rodgers. They did. They did actually give the Bucks the game in that first half after those turnovers. Finishes with just three point eight fantasy points. This is a sore topic for a lot of people. No, for sure. Look. It's just a. It's definitely surprising. I thought the they didn't look. They didn't look very prepared. I guess that's the best way mm. I can. I can phrase it. What I saw, they came off a bye week. I felt like they had more than enough time to kind of study mm. Tom and his team, and go to Tampa and at least put on a show. At, at least, yeah. But I guess that that just wasn't the case. But that what oh, what happens is that when one of these quarterbacks lose, they always go off the next game. Yeah, typically so, you're right. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Big Ben. He had a decent football game. Didn't have any turnovers. Led his team really well. But from a fantasy perspective, you were disappointed with just under 13 fantasy points. Well, let's talk about potentially the wow. biggest smash start. You have to start this guy. He is going against the Atlanta defense. He's filling the Dalvin Cook role. He might be as good as Dalvin Cook. We haven't said that, by the way, but that's just what you've probably heard around the block. Nope, nope. Alexander Madison. Oh, he needs oh. some milk. Uh, did not have a very good game. No, Finishes he did not. Finishes with just four fantasy points. What happened here, Badaki? I They were down. They went down very early. They struggled in the first quarter. In the first half, they really need to figure it out. Like this offense is ran through Dalvin Cook, and Alexander mm-hmm. Madison is not Dalvin Cook. Point blank. Period. Yeah, I think that's what we figured out this week. Yeah, there's no Obviously, way. Obviously, game script played a big part, right? Oh, 100 percent. Game script definitely. But I, I think they tried to, they tried to come out running, like run heavy. And then they just, the Falcons stopped him. But, yeah. Oh, well. Kareem Hunt, also trash running back of the week. We look, obviously, he played against the Steelers. It was a tough matchup, but only seven points. That's not, that's not something that you were expecting from him, obviously, with this run first team. Man, that Steelers team on defense is elite. And I know that Baltimore is a good defense. I know there's a couple other good defenses in the league. Colts probably got found out a little bit this week. But that Steelers defense is really good to the point where I genuinely believe they have a shot at making it very far into the playoffs because Big Ben doesn't actually have to carry this team. <laughs> no. Look at his 
Look at his game this week. Anyway, we're getting very off topic. <laughs> Which is... But the, let's talk about the bronze quickly. The the Browns. The, the Browns. Bron- the Browns. The LeBron James. LeBron James. <laughs> well, let's, let's talk about the Browns because they looked terrible. What was it? 38 mm-hmm. to 7? Yeah, it, it was terrible. Nobody on their offense performed... Mm-mm. Baker Mayfield was sat what in the middle of the third. That's how that's how bad it was that they were just yeah. like you know what we'll throw in number two. Yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was like nothing. It, it was just really it was really bad. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It was a hard game to watch if you were a Browns fan. So I'm sorry if you are. <laughs> Let's talk about wide receivers though. Okay, Juju Smith Schuster. Classic. Two receptions, <laughs> six total yards, 2.6 fantasy points. A lot of twos. <laughs> Sorry, I, I'm just I'm reading it here. I'm our, yeah. next, our next guy is Mike Evans. Only two points as well. Yep. My goodness, that's One terrible. Too. One reception. That's even worse than Juju. That. Both of these guys here were drafted quite high. And I think Mike Evans has somewhat lived up to the hype, I guess. He was drafted around D-Hop, and that hurts to know. <clears throat> Excuse me. But Juju, lots of draft stock was put into Juju this year in fantasy. And Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. You have got to be disappointed if you drafted him. Yeah. I've, I've, I've said it before, and I, I've just never seen the value in Juju. I, didn't, I don't see Juju as a number one fantasy receiver for me. Yeah. I, I've never had that gut feeling was like, you know what, I need to take Juju in the second, in the third, you know, there was no way I, I could do that. I don't know why people liked it. Hmm. I don't know. I don't think he, yep. he he was that guy. No, he wasn't. And Koopy Cup was not that guy either, was he? No, Koopy Three Cup. receptions for 11 yards, but nine targets. We were watching this game together. He dropped so many passes. So many passes. He dropped a touchdown. Dropped. Look, it was just a bad day for Coop. That's that's yeah. that's a sum. That's a sum. If you had him, yep. he let you down. If you have him, it's okay because he had nine targets. If you had him, it's yeah. okay because essentially he would have had a touchdown. And look, yeah. this is it was just an off day for him. Don't totally. don't panic. Yeah, Coop, the Coop's body of boy. work of his whole career you know he's still a very, very talented wide receiver who will come back from this. Mm-hmm. OBJ, four and a half fantasy points, not the performance you were hoping for, but you could say that about the entire Browns team. Yeah. Let's talk about Mike Gesicki. Mm. Mike is Gesicki, maybe. Gesicki. Mike is Goose Sicky. Is that, is that what that you just said? That is a reach. No. But he is our <laughs> goose of the week. Dropped a big old egg. I will have the goose egg special. If you started Mike Gasecki and that great matchup, I just wanted to set the mood for you now to really... Feel the feels that you deserve as a fantasy owner. So I'm going to go ahead and just let you mourn in a time that could potentially be hard for you. And But what we can promise you is 
the entire tight end position is just very hard. Terrible. <laughs> very hard. <laughs> so do not fear. You are not alone. Mike Gesicki, zero points on the week. The big old goose. And Mark Andrews. Another week on elite, the trash. El- elite Mark Andrews, two weeks on the trash. What the heck? How's this happen? What the? Heck? <laughs> uh, look. <laughs> Uh, okay this is a little bit of a rant i personally think that oh i know where this is going i personally think that the baltimore ravens they are a talented team lamar is talented their offense their defense is very talented i don't think that they are the team that everyone thinks they are i think they have one of the easiest schedules in the nfl obviously i think they do have probably one of the top five easiest schedules in the nfl their first five games have been against teams that are under 500 besides Kansas City which they which is the only team they played that was an elite team a yeah. top playoff contender yeah i i don't i would like to see later on down the road how this team will go up against a team that really is really good teams yeah. yeah really good teams they once again like the Steelers they play the Steelers twice that they haven't played yet so i would love to see how that plans out i think the Browns could give them a shot as well it, yeah, they, they, these are th- obviously it's those are the really games. strange watching the Ravens play. Very, very. You know, last last year was electric, and as Lamar Jackson is always going to be electric. This year, it's a little bit frustrating sometimes to watch because it just doesn't always go your way, does it? But no, we have we have one honorable mention for trash this week, and we just want to explain it because you might be you probably understand if you own him. But Devontae Adams, Detective, Detective. Adams, mm-hmm. as Badaki loves to say, only 12 points. Coming back off the injury, this is an elite wide receiver, the second overall wide receiver taken in many drafts. He had six receptions on 10 targets for 61 yards, so the targets were there. But let's talk about Devontae. This is, this is just a bad game for the Packers, right? Yeah, look, I think overall, like you said, it was a bad game. I think what what was he going against? Um, was it Devin White, Devonte White? I'm pretty sure he was going against. Is that the is that the uh, correct? I don't think so. I don't remember what the name of that. He was well. Is, but... Look, I'll tell you, he's he was going against an elite corner, and I think that what's really put it look like like I said earlier, I think this Bucks defense is a really good defense. They have really good pieces. Devontae yeah. Adam was their only weapon. They you eliminate Devontae, you eliminate Aaron. That's how oh, I yeah. see it. So that's yeah. what they did. Twelve points is is a huge, huge hit for your fantasy team if you had Devontae mm. Adams, I think. Totally. And a lot of people would have been trading for him because of the injury and the buy low status potentially. Very disappointing if you hang on if you had hang if you had hung on to him. But there will be better days ahead. We've got another surprise doubleheader on Monday Night Football. Oh, let's talk about it. Are you ready for some football? Are you ready for some football? Are you ready for some football? Monday Night Football Madness, the surprise doubleheader. Wow. Are you liking these doubleheaders, by the way? I'm loving these doubleheaders. I'm... 
I don't know if I was talking to you. I don't know who, who I was talking to, but I was like, we can actually have a game every single day of the week if the NFL yeah. really allowed it to. Yeah. I mean, I like having all the games on Sunday, but imagine you can have a game every night, maybe mm. two games every night. Yeah, like the NBA kind of. Yeah, like the NBA. But the thing is, I feel like it, it can get skewed in the NFL, you know, like, I feel like that will give yeah. you more of a reason to throw games you know what when you think about it though (laughs) this is why we don't uh this is why we are not in charge of the scheduling it would be (laughs) a nightmare for scheduling imagine someone played on monday and they playing someone who plays on friday and they're like okay how do we figure this out so we probably just figured out why they don't do that yeah (laughs) but the four and one chiefs at the four and one bills two teams who have been very good Obviously, we know the Chiefs, okay? Yes. We know how elite the Chiefs are with Patty, with the combination now of CEH. Lev Bell will not be playing today or tomorrow or... No, today. Today is Monday, sorry. I wasn't sure if this was on Tuesday, but yes, it is Monday Night Football. We know that this offense is elite, okay? Now, the question is, the Bills are very much in a are we legit or not? conversation right now right right yeah four and one i want to talk about josh allen and i have maybe a hot take maybe it's not a hot take at all i don't know and maybe it's not a take at all maybe it's just a conversation but i could be wrong but i think the second half of josh allen's season will be significantly worse worse than the first half Mm. and the reason I want to say that is because I just think they haven't played many good teams yet. I know we've we've talked about this before. And right. I am not a hater of Josh Allen. I love the talent. But when they actually go up against an elite team who can put points up against them, there's a different pressure on Josh Allen. And I don't know that he's been in a place yet where he can actually handle that pressure. Bunch of Bills fans... Josh Allen owners are probably screaming at their phones right now or their however they're watching this. I could be wrong. I just genuinely think that Josh Allen the rest of the year is not a top five quarterback from this point onwards. From this point on, I think he still has the potential to become a, to still stay yeah. in the top five quarterback yeah. just because of the division he is in. I know, totally. I think, I'm pretty sure he played the Jets in Miami once already. So he has to play them again. One more, both of those teams twice again. Then he has to play New England twice, which there aren't the same, they're not the same team that, yeah, obviously, no, with, right. with Tom. So I think there are chances for them to to be that team. And for Josh Allen to be that quarterback, is, is there's, there's a lot of potential. But look, it's a tough matchup. Obviously, they have KC this week. It, this is another good test. I think the Rams game with Josh Allen, that was a big test for us. He proved it. Let's see the next tier now. This is one step up. Hmm. This is yeah, one uh, maybe sure. really two steps no, up. This is the right. team. You're right. This is going to be a very, very interesting game because it's Kansas City's secondary is really great. So it will actually be very interesting to see. I'm saying other than... The Jets, Seattle, Arizona, the schedule is not great the rest of the year, especially if you're going to play Josh Allen in the playoffs. 
His right. playoff schedule is Pittsburgh, Denver, which isn't a terrible defense, and New England. So all that to say, I hope Josh Allen is the same guy, but it's just something to see in this game, something to watch. This is a real test to sure. see, is he actually that elite quarterback? Yeah. Stefan Diggs, however, looks to be worth every draft pick they gave up for him. He's been elite. When it when it comes to route running, top five regardless of who you're talking about in this league right now. Yeah. He's been great. He has been great. I, the same feelings that you have about Josh Allen is the same feelings that I have about Stefan Diggs. Okay. Um, He hasn't gone against top receivers. The only one I can think of, he, that was a top one. Jalen Ramsey and I think what's his name Berg yeah. Bird on the Titans. I forgot his first name. Right on the t- right. like th- those are the two top ones. I'm pretty sure he's obviously with Casey. You know, like this is going to be another great matchup for him to see if it can be consistent. I think if he can prove yeah. that he can get a-, a touchdown and maybe like 80 yards in this game, I'm all in on on, on Stephon Diggs. And yeah. it sounds crazy because. Stefan Diggs proved him his proving himself. He is having totally. you know double digit games, you know, over 50 yards a game over what 6 7 8 targets a game. Like he this is yeah. th- these are consistent He's stats. He's definitely putting up elite numbers. Yeah. I I just don't know. I just had a thought because we've talked about Juju today. Man, the difference in Juju and Diggs draft position this year. Oh my Huge. gosh. Wow. If you took Juju and then a couple rounds later Diggs went, that's really gotta hurt. I'm sorry if that's you. Let's talk about our second Monday night football matchup. The three and two Cardinals at the two and three Cowboys. Very interesting game because obviously the Cowboys are gonna look completely different, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. There's no Dak Prescott. How will the offense look? What will the schemes Will they change, or are they going to just try and plug and play Andy Dalton, the Red Rifle? What do you think? I I think they'll plug and play. I think Andy Dalton is was could be still an elite quarterback in this league. He has ran an offense himself. He has been in this situation. He has been in the playoffs. He's he's done everything that a quarterback needs to do. He has all the accolades. Yeah. Now this is his time to prove that he can just adapt to a system, which I think he can. I think he has that. I think obviously they're going to mold it a little bit, yeah. but this is still going to be the cowboy, a cowboy's style of play. Yeah, you know they're going to be think, um, throw the ball, run the ball. It's classic. One thing that one thing we've talked about a lot since Dak went down is what will this wide receiver core now look like. When it when right. it comes to fantasy relevance, because it's just how it goes. Quarterbacks have connections with different guys, and I think Amari's safe, but I think Lamb and Gallup, their value is going to be actually. You know, to to be honest, all all three of these guys, their value is gonna change drastically these next three or four right. weeks. Do you think? I think my thought process is that Andy Dalton has never had weapons like this. He okay. only he's only has had AJ. Mm-hmm. You know? 
though AJ and Tyler Eifert when he was you know in his prime I guess you can say but yeah. doesn't it's nowhere near Mohamed Sanu but that's not really the same talent yeah. wise as a Gallup and a Lamb yeah so like he hasn't has had such elite weapons like this so I think that he can come into this offense he's gonna look around he's like I can do I can do this now I have yeah. talented people all around me I have the, the best back behind me this is gonna be Andy Dalton can be somebody that could really have a playoff I don't know push for this Dallas Cowboy team I think so for the NFC East, you think the Cowboys could be the favorites? Unfortunately, unfortunately, yes. Um, yeah, I. They don't. should be the favorites, though. To be honest, they, they are even yeah. with Andy Dalton. They definitely they are the favorites. Be. They've got way too much talent on that offense. I, I think that this has given them a better chance now that Dak Prescott is out. Mm. Personally, you think better than Dak? No, I don't think he's better. I think that the chances with Andy Dalton could be better because now offenses, now defenses can't game plan around Andy Dalton. They like Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. Like Dak Prescott has a certain style of football. Yeah. So, I'm not saying he's going to be make this team better. I think that it's going to be a lot harder to game plan with him now. Against yeah. him, against him. It'll be interesting to see. I I don't know. We'll we'll find out, won't we? Let's talk about the Cardinals. The, wow. You're starting Kyler. You're starting DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins is probably the best wide receiver in the league, talent-wise. Do we agree? Yes. Most talented wide receiver in the league? Okay. So let's discuss <laughs> this running back situation. Kenyon Drake and Chase Edmonds. I genuinely think this question is not crazy. Would you rather have Kenyon Drake or Chase Edmonds for the rest of the season? If you own Drake, you know that's not a crazy question at all because you no. have watched Chase Edmonds put up numbers in a very efficient way that Drake has not had with the volume. So No, you're right. I think that this is the game that's going to determine it. If you have Drake, yeah. you're hoping that Drake is going to be this guy that where you drafted him at. You know, People took him end of the first, early second. You need to know that Drake could be losing, either has lost his job, in the process of losing his job, or he's like he's done. You know, this is the yeah. game. He's gonna be going against this Cowboys defense. That like, the run defense is is decent, but this is a, this is also a good opportunity because yeah, the pass catch the pass defense for the Cowboys is terrible. So like. If they can throw it in the backfield, you know, do a screen, like this can be the opportunity for Drake. But Edmonds has been showing out and he's been taking his yeah. job and taking snaps slowly. So definitely. Who wins this game? Uh, I don't that, that want to sounds say. Sounds like potentially the hardest question I've ever asked. <laughs> I, I'll probably have to say the Cowboys. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna lean Cardinals, but I feel like that's a cop out. I just genuinely think the Cardinals are gonna win the game. So that that would be interesting to see. And either way, I'm hyped for another doubleheader. Yeah, it's gonna be fun to watch. Ah, stop! I could have dropped my croissant. <laughs> Two thoughts for two drops. 
we're going to give you two players that we've been thinking about dropping in different leagues. And we're going to tell you why. And then we're going to tell you, are we comfortable dropping them? Two thoughts for two drops. So let's start with Mark Ingram. Oh my gosh. We talked about on the last episode how terrible this Ravens backfield has been in fantasy. Yeah. So much hope, so much potential to begin the year, but it's genuinely been terrible to own anyone in this backfield. Now, Mark Ingram comes off a two-point day, and he's got an injury. Let's talk about it. Can you drop Mark Ingram? I think that you can't. And let me tell you why. I don't think you can Mm -hmm. because... He's still the number one. When he comes back, he's still going to get those touches, I think. Two, the only mm-hmm. way he loses these touches if it is if Dobbins goes off in these next two games or th- this next game. Because we're not, we're not sure Mark's, how long Mark is going to be out with his injury. So if, if he's out, let's say, a week or two, and then Dobbins show out, like it's clearly Dobbins is the guy. It's clearly Dobbins can, can have that opportunity and is a, is a better back than Mark Ingram. I think mm. you have to hold him because he is he could be the handcuff to the handcuff. Yeah. You know, I'm, once once it flips. I get where you're coming from. It's really difficult to hang on to Mark Ingram. I just did the math. Quick maths. Quick in maths. six games, he's averaging thirty seven and a half yards on the ground. Thirty seven and a half yards on the ground. Mm. that's shocking yeah, shocking it is shocking and it was so something, let something me ask you, you this is what you're this is what people are going to be asking even if he comes back what's the value in having mark ingram it's not there's no value at all i mean they are supposed to be a run uh, this is i think this is the shocking thing they're supposed to be a run first team and their run like their running backs are terrible yeah you know, we were joking about it in, in the group chat with the league chat. Like, Joshua Kelly right now has more yards than than Mark Ingram. And he's he's mm-hmm. a number two running back. Yeah. And it sounds dumb and it sounds crazy to compare that. But, like, yeah. this is these are the stats that we have. These are the stats that, like, we're going off of. Yeah. I, I'm not saying and- I, I'd rather have Joshua Kelly over Mark Ingram the rest of the year right now. Mm, that's Who knows? interesting because I, I feel personally... Yeah, you could be right. But the fact that we're having that conversation is insane. Exactly. So, And I to just want to make sure uh, my thoughts are clear. I would not drop Mark Ingram, but the conversation is there. If yes. you're in an eight-team league, Mark Ingram needs to be nowhere near your roster. If you're in a 10-team oh, league, sure. probably don't need Mark Ingram. But... If you are in a 12-team league, you probably need to hold on to him because depth is so hard to find this year. Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about our second drop candidate here, Badaki. Mm. Jerry, Judy. It's hard to say. (laughs) I could tell it was really hard for you to say that one. Yeah, look, I still believe in Jerry. So, look, I've considered this because I started him this week. He had five points. Once again, he played the, the New England Patriots, which was interesting because Stephon Gilmore was was in rotation. He was going left and right. He was everywhere. He, did, he was with Tim Patrick. He was with Jerry. 
I have to rewatch the game to kind of get a little bit more detail to see was it Stefan Gilmore that kind of you know drew Judy away from his targets or was Drew or was Drew Luck not looking at him at all? Yeah. Um like there's not many targets, like we said. Mm-mm. Only two Mm-mm. catches for thirty two yards this week. It's 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 pretty it's pretty sad. Yeah. The thing is it was Drew Locke's first game back. Game script was in their favor. Mm-hmm. But it's it honestly is very hard to hold on to Jerry Judy right now. Averaging just under 10 points a game. You really see the talent. But the question is, like we asked about Derek Carr early in the year with Henry Huggs, as we now call him. Henry Huggs. Can, can Drew Locke be good enough to make Jerry Judy fantasy relevant and that's the question we really have to ask ourselves now I think we both agree that you probably can't drop Jerry but if I was going to drop let's say I had both of these guys on my team and I had to choose one to drop without hesitation I'm probably choosing Mark Ingram yes same okay so we're on we're on the same page there yeah we are going to release a who are you thinking about dropping post on Instagram this week. Make sure you are holding close to our IG so we can help you. But who are you thinking about dropping? Why don't you let us know either in these comments or send us a DM or whatever that might look like. YouTube. But hey, yeah, YouTube. We actually love to talk to people on YouTube. We got a great episode coming up in just two days time. We're going to give you an update on our fantasy football league, the fellowship of the fantasy ring. It's been far too long since we've given you an update on those boys. If you actually haven't had a chance to get to know the guys in our fantasy football league on our Instagram at fantasyland football, you'll be able to find a little highlight that says owners and you'll be able to see every single guy there. We break down their profiles. Really, really funny guys. We actually have found a lot of people enjoy following our fantasy football league and especially the trades. <laughs> oh, there's always great, great content in those That's trades. Right. Crazy. Yeah. We are going to give you an update on that league and we're also going to give you some trade targets as well as Thursday night football matchups. P.S. Big, big announcement coming this week for our giveaway. Oh boy. Massive, massive. We talked about this guy today, didn't we? Yeah, we did. You just have to pick and choose who it is or maybe who you really want it to be. But yeah. he let's we could probably narrow it down. He was on the cash Actually, list. I'm gonna do something right now, Vidaki. Oh. If you can guess who the next giveaway is, I'm gonna give you an extra fifteen bonus entries. Oh. If you can comment on the YouTube either, the YouTube page. Yeah. Go to our YouTube page and comment who you think the next giveaway is going to be. We will give you 15 bonus points Say no more. Before, the, before the giveaway even happens, okay? But make sure you follow us on Instagram so you don't miss any giveaways on Twitter at Fantasyland underscore FB. If you're listening on Apple Pods or any podcast platform and you can drop us a review, that would be extremely helpful. We would appreciate that. And one thing we want to tell you about, it's actually really, really exciting for us. We have officially... Now, made a way for our followers, our listeners to support us, to support the show. Yeah. You can now support us through Patreon, patreon.com slash fantasylandfam, patreon.com slash fantasylandfam. 
this is really just your opportunity to say, hey, I believe in fantasy land. I love those guys. And the more people that support us, Badaki, the better content we can bring to you, our listeners, the Fantasyland fam community, and the more exclusive content we can give you as well as getting to know you on a little bit more of a personal level. Patreon yeah. is you know, our opportunity to really build this community, and we would love for you guys to be a part of that. Hey. Absolutely. We're, we just want to give you more fun, exciting, exclusive fantasy football content, kind of just like what Zach said, not through, not this year, but the years to come. We're, we're, look, we're, Patreon, let me just tell you that Patreon is not just supporting this fantasy football podcast. It's actually supporting everything else that we have envisioned throughout the years to come as well. Yeah, that's awesome. And look, there's so much more that like we haven't even told you guys that what we're thinking about. If once you, if you or when you do support the show, we love that, and we have we have so many more ideas, not just in the fantasy football spectrum, but like I said, so so much more. Big big things ahead. Monday night football. I'm ready for it. I'm ready to potentially have my heart broken because. <sighs> I need Zeke and I need a couple other players to perform not so well to win my matchups. But yeah. thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. We are so grateful for everyone who takes the time out to listen. And as always, we will see you on the next episode. See you there. See you there. Hey. Yeah, you, the one listening to this podcast, you made a good decision today. Keep making those good decisions. You know what? Go ahead and do a little dance right now like no one's watching. Because you, you deserve it.